Hey. Hey. We just finished that season finale of Killing Eve. Let's do the, let's do Killing Eve first. Okay. You want to do Killing Eve first? Okay. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> they really did kill <laughs> Eve. I hope you guys are paying attention to the spoiler tags on these things. We're not trying to spoil your life or ruin anything. But I was just sitting there. What was I saying? Like right toward the end, because I had like some images of this spoiled for me. I didn't know the ending, but some of the images spoiled for me on Tumblr because I guess they get it, you know, they get it in Britain before we do. So we got a little bit lag time. Um. So I knew something was going to happen in that little Colosseum area kind of thing. I don't know if that's the Colosseum. I don't know my Roman um, ruins. But we know that's the same scene they shot Trust. That's how we related to it. So I knew something was going to go down there, but I didn't know what. And I was saying to you, oh, I get it. Killing Eve, because after Eve murders Raymond, it's like the old Eve is dead. This is the new Eve. And we're going to go into season three, and there's going to be, you know, Eve and Villanelle. And then I just realized when I was saying that, isn't season two the series finale well i mean i didn't know it would i had read that oh, okay i didn't do like this deep dive on like what was going on because i don't like to go into things reading all of this shit before i watch something i like to go in blind and just go oh what's the show yeah, telling have, me make your own op- your your exactly. own opinion yeah, yeah let's have my own opinion about stuff so when she pops off <laughs> kills her i was like oh shit it really is called killing eve there were there were a couple of moments like like you had said oh this was a figuratively speaking. I was being all yeah. metaphorical yeah. and deep right <laughs> and then a little like because what we did is we we let it build up till seven and I thought that was going to be the last one I didn't realize there was one more so we watched all of it and then we were waiting for seven to come on or eight eight yeah, uh, yeah. and then I was just driving around thinking about it and like they have they have to kill her you saw it coming Eve has to die because it's called killing Eve. Yeah, you were. But like, then when you, you mentioned <laughs> when you mentioned it's like it could be this you know metaphorical kill. I was like, yeah. And then they and then the next season is Villanelle and Eve escaping, trying to elude MI six and the twelve because they're all after them. But you know what I always realize when we watch things together, you tend to call things. Well, I mean, you do. Yeah. Like you remember well, when we first started like getting together and watching things? Like you didn't know. Like you didn't watch a whole lot of. You didn't grow up with a whole lot of. You know. No, I didn't culture and watching things and stuff like that so you were like what and then it was all born again shit and like yeah jesus stuff <laughs> spoiler alert the crucified jesus yeah. anyway so you and i were like watching stuff and then what? You, he died i don't like the ending <laughs> we're gonna get a petition together to rewrite jesus doesn't die this time he just leaves he what just, he just walks to earth uh he gets an apartment with thor anyway so you you know you caught it pretty quickly over the years that we've been together, and now you've surpassed me. No, you know? I don't. The wanna, student I don't has think become so. the master. No, I, I don't you think have so. snatched the pebble the, from no, my hand. No, I'm not mad about it. I, I, no, I, I think it. that's a little bit much. Uh, the obvious, not obvious ones. No, I think you're right these days. But you know, that's why I trust you to like read the book and give me notes and stuff because you have a really good astute eye for for things like this because I'm over, I'm over here trying to overcomplicate things where you're like just taking it as it comes to you and you're like no this feels like blah 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 you called something the other night too that we were watching <laughs> you're like oh the music you, the, no it was Lucifer the music tells me this dude's gonna die he was like he he was I think what he was he was, like, was the kid at he's the like we're gonna go play back we're gonna play one on one tomorrow I'm yeah. like oh no you're not because <laughs> you're gonna be dead by tomorrow and dude. I don't know what's happening to me because I used to be able to call these things you're like no he's gonna die I'm like how do you know have you watched this you're like no the kid's gonna die and then he was like oh <laughs> shit <laughs> the more you know well I mean they, they they've done this on on this show they've done they've 
uh, uh, Killing Eve, they've done this, is that it, it it's it's almost as if they're trying to make you think, overthink it, and then when they do the thing that is I like, fell for it. they're like, oh, they really they, like with the with killing of uh, uh, Adam or Peel, whatever his name is, Aaron Peel. Aaron yeah. Peel. I was like. Right when they were talking, that whole, you know, looking back and forth, I was like, what if she walks around him and just slits his throat? Right. And then she did it. I was like, oh, see, that was cool. And then he likes it. And then he, he's like, do you want to watch? And literally, he watches himself die. And he's smiling. And he's smiling. Um, let's talk about, let's back up just for a second. So, loved season one, never seen a villain like Villanelle. Yeah. Uh, I think there's books out there. Now I want to read the books. I the feel Villanelle like there's books out series. there. I think there is. Yeah. So yeah. I want to now read these books. She's a great, um, a baddie. Yeah. Oh my God. And then Jodie plays her so beautifully. Yeah. What Jody? I mean, what she's able to do just like with her acting chops, you know, just her facial expressions and her delivery. It's like. You know, smell you later. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh She's my God. She's also the psychopath I think that we need in 2019 with all the shit going on around the world. I think we can relate to this psychopath, this person who's just dead on. And as much as it's horrifying that she's an assassin and she murderizes people like for a living, she does it with this uh, spring in her step and with an enthusiasm that I had to say that I admire. Yeah. It's we know this is why we have art. We can live through it, so you're not out in the streets, you know, uh, doing it yourself. She's right? She's not like this troubled Dexter character. She isn't. It isn't you know? so heavy and ponderous. Like, oh, I've got to kill. Yeah, but I like it so. <laughs> she's much. not wrestling yeah. with anything. She just and like, then when we get into season two, and she's in that, you know, she goes in as a cover to be a vapid um, Instagram influencer. You know, the first session, she's she's um, mocking Eve's life. And then Eve's like, you know, it has to be real to you. So she becomes Villanelle. She says Villanelle with the American accent. She's like, I feel nothing. You know, yeah. I want stuff. I get it. I don't want it. I eat stuff and enjoy yeah. it. And then I don't enjoy it. And I'm like, she's not too far from um, a lot of people in society. Yeah. I think she just kind of wrapped up like why... People who have it all are so fucking miserable on a large degree. I don't think that she's too far removed from the average walking around person in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, well, I think I think Eve is a little closer to the You're average she's, person because Eve okay. still has a con- Villanelle. She is she doesn't ha- she's not capable. Yeah, but I mean, people who are running countries and governments. Oh and, yeah, you know, people who are like CEOs and shit. I mean, well, yeah, you, they're the yeah. same fucking assholes. Yeah, they are. They 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 are. They and there's a lot of them. Yeah. People who run shit like that, and I have to say, you know, a lot of these these positions, I and mean, they even said it in Mindhunter, remember? It's like yeah. people who run shit, politicians, all these people, actors. I mean, when you when your whole or a whole, you know, uh, what you're striving for is is attention and um, power. Power. Control. It's like yeah, there's something wrong up. Yeah, Not so- something wrong up there. Like you're gonna go out and kill someone, but. You know, you're not, you don't, you don't, you're not on the same level as just the rest of us who are just trying to work and make it by. Well, I think the show wants us to make these comparisons, right? How, how close are we in society to Villanelle as opposed to how close to Eve Pilastri we are? And I feel like there's a lot of those people in everyone. You're right. I mean, but I think the show wants us to have this conversation, right? That's the conversation we're talking about. It's blurring the lines because, you know, that's. I mean, and that's what the great shows do. Yeah. Is they really blur these, these moral lines that we thought were. You know, just absolute. Well, I like that the TV is now finally catching up to how we really are. It used to be when I was growing up, you had the Waltons, you had Leave it to Beaver, you had other shows, right? 
So a family looked like this, and people did the right thing, and blah, blah, blah. But in real life, we get fucked over because we walk out in the street after finishing the Waltons episode, and world goes, fuck you, I'm taking your house, you've been working us for 30 years, now we're laying you off, your drugs cost a bazillion dollars, good luck with the dying thing. You know, in the world, in the streets, things are dark and shitty. Now, okay, you want to watch entertainment to escape, but sometimes it's it, good to be reminded yeah. that your actual government is 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 feeding you with drugs. It's trying to kill you. It's trying to kill you. Yeah, exactly. Just well, a, I mean, that's why we had systematic genocide. Right? We have, yeah, it, you know, control the sheep. Please vote. Um, that's why we had such a problem, and I don't know if I'm going to be well. We'll probably finish it just because we do, but like Chernobyl. Yeah. It's like okay, this is a this is a tragic Russian story, but everyone has a British accent, right? I'm Why? Like, it's 2019. Why the fuck are you doing this, HBO? Like seriously, go. There's a lot of people who are on the Americans who we know and love. There's got to be Russian actors in the business who are ready to kill this this stuff. I would have loved to have yeah. seen it in the Russian. It's, I very, it's so distracting. It I don't is know. distracting. I am going to finish it because there's a, these actors that are in it are amazing. They're amazing. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like they are amazing. A-list yes. actors. However, I just can't get around the fact that everybody's British. How did they get by that in, in the room? Because you know it had to have come up. Right. It's like, hey, guys, um, no one. I mean, <laughs> we don't even have Russian accents. Like I mean, I would have loved to see it in Russian with subtitles. Especially with the fact that we're, you know, we have Russia in our government now. You guys, see? you know. You put, and pull off a couple government. of them. Yeah. I'm sure they would love that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yeah. We're talking about Killing Eve, killing season two. Eve, yeah. So it comes out of the beautiful mind of Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And we're on this just love fest with Phoebe. I love what she did with this show. Yeah. I love that she came up with this idea and just executed it to perfection. Uh, immediately we finish the episode. I go and see what people are saying about it a little bit. And then what do I get hit in the face with? Oh, my God. I that, don't like the ending. Let's get a petition together. I don't. What's going on with you guys? Again, I have to just say these these are just ridiculous people who have not accomplished they, they about what? Rolling Stone because that's the first thing I saw. So <laughs> the first, oh, okay. the first Maybe season <laughs> was effortless, and now well, it's like your your critique has to. I, I guess you know you have you. It has to be shitting on something, sure. right? It yeah. has to be. Yeah, it can't just be. You know that's what it is these days. Yeah. yeah, it's all you know this negative. We didn't like you know they'll they'll find something. Sure, right? Yeah, I loved it though. I loved it. So fuck all that, yeah. um, and fuck all them. Again, I don't know why I bothered. I'm like, why did I look it up? Everybody's like, oh, no, no, yeah. no. knuckle mouth breathing. So I'm like, no, I loved it. I, they, they, she literally, Phoebe Waller Bridge, literally killed Eve. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at you just, and I went, oh fuck, she just, she killed Eve. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, she just lifted Vill- that gun and she was like, and I'm like, Villanelle what? Villanelle wasn't about to turn some corner and have some arc and be somebody else. She started the way she yeah. was. She has obsessed over women in the past. She'll go on and obsess about another woman. She'll find another Eve. She's going to move on. She's going to be a ghost out there. I don't think that MI6 is going to even bother to assassinate her because she's 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 really good. good. She's good at what she does. Well, until she slips, you know. Well, sure. 
till yeah. she ages out of the gig. Yeah. Like Constantine, I think, did. Yeah. Because the look that Caroline gave him as he walked down those steps wasn't... It wasn't like, oh, I, I hope you have a good time with your family. Yeah. It's like, I think him and his family are going to get Yeah, I think 86th. she gave him the address to him go and meet his family, and then they get cleaned up. Because yeah. they needed a lot of loose ends cleaned, to, yeah. cleaned up. And the way that they played, they weaponized uh, Villanelle and Eve's obsession with each other. That was masterful. Yeah. So MI6 gets what they want. The 12 probably wanted to get rid of Raymond. Yeah, because he had ditched them. And probably MI6 was the one who started that whole thing. Sure. I mean, it's funny. It's like Carolyn is like this character where you're like, I was torn. I was like, oh, she's on the good side. And I'm just like, "Uh, uh, what does it say about me that I relate to to Fiona Shaw? I mean, like, I don't have her life at all. But I'm just like, I'm really looking at women who were my age in things and going, Bad ass. Yeah. Well, it's because we don't have we we don't have that. We've ha- we haven't had that portrayal of women in our our entertainment in our yeah. in our shows. A woman past a certain age is invisible. Yeah, right? she's furniture. She's the body. She's the mom. She's the drowning grandma. She's yeah. the drug guy. Yeah. So just to see um, Fiona Shaw just walk around, just beautifully outfitted, by the way. Her outfits are to die for. Tall, statuesque woman. Yeah. She has her hobbies. She has her ways. She has all of her, you know, her good friends all over the world. And she has her seemingly sweet son. She, like, pulls everybody into no, it. I think you said yeah, something. He's part, of, he's part of the whole charade. Oh, my God. Hugo, like, <laughs> didn't die. Or maybe they murdered Hugo. I don't know. But everybody seemed to be playing into this whole obsession. So you go back and you think, did Carolyn set up this entire deal yeah. from the very beginning? Uh-huh. To make it look like this basement operation, which played into Eve's expectations, and she's working from the bottom, and she and they just played her like a fiddle. Both of them. I think so. I think I think Carolyn, like the very first scene of them together in scene one, were in the the conference room. Yeah. I think she found. She's like, I could use this. Yep. I'm gonna use this right here. You said something interesting. You said you thought that Carolyn was Villanelle at an older age. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if she was the one out there running, you know, doing the ops. Because she's got she's got this great devious mind. She does. You know where it's like, I, you know, she's I, playing three D chess. Yeah. I mean, I was fooled. I was fooled like twenty times. Favorite scene with Fiona Shaw um, as Carolyn is when she's at breakfast and she's in that hookah bar. <laughs> it's like the the Turkish restaurant or whatever, wherever they were. And she's like, I abhor breakfast. It's just endless eggs. Who decided? I was like, <laughs> I still relate to this. This is true. That's why I hate breakfast. It's like, who invent? Why do we have to eat this food? Yeah. What? Why? <laughs> um, no, I loved her. I loved her swagger. I loved her deviousness. Um, I loved the way this whole thing was executed. I loved Aaron Peel, by the way. Um, I yeah. loved the. I loved the way his psychopath. It's like I imagine if Fifty Shades of Grey were good. Um, and, and, and really real, uh, you would have this, uh, sick fucker being your Christian gray or it was not pleasant at all. He gave you everything you wanted. And in the end, you know, Anastasia just gets knifed in the silk sheets. I was like, is she playing into that? I don't even want to look it up to know that Phoebe was like tipping her hat to that, but I feel like she was, I don't know. I just want to, I just want to imagine that she was just sort of on 50 shades of gray and going, yeah, here's your, here's your Christian gray Anastasia shit. Um, loved Sandra O. Oh. Yeah. Always love her. Love her in anything. I've I've loved her in everything. Again, it's a time to take the moment to go back and rewatch Sideways. Um, if you want to see, uh, is that the wine? The wine? Yeah, thing? Okay. it's the one with um Giamatti. Giamatti. 
she's wonderful in it. We've driven up some of that. We have. Now. We went for my birthday trip many years ago. We went out to Solvang. I think we went to one of the restaurants. Yeah. We where should, we they should chilled. take another trick, trip up there. And just get into a drunken fight. And <laughs> you have to watch Wine Country. Um, it's a silly it. romp on Netflix. You have to watch it. It just it made me pee. It was hilarious. It's um, Polar and uh, Maya uh, Rudolph. Uh, just those on a wine trip. It's just it's like you know bridesmaids in the in wine country in its own way. It's hilarious, funny. and it does a little homage out to bridesmaids too. So yeah, we're going back to so Killing Eve. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave it there. I, if you haven't seen it, it's, you can clock through it. The first season's like eight episodes. Eight second and season's eight. eight. Yeah, eight yeah. and eight. So sixteen episodes you're in. It's awesome. I loved it. You know, I mean, why would you be listening to a podcast where I just spoiled it for you? So I hope people ha- are watching it and enjoying yeah. it. You're I coming- hope you watched it and then you <laughs> you were so excited about it. You just went on and looked it up and, and found us. And found us. Yeah, I, we we enjoyed it. I loved it. I love the, the I trust the creator and the storyteller. If yeah. I stay for the ride, you know, I'm in I'm going to be intent on appreciating the work that was put in and done. You know it, what I mean? Yeah. If I don't appreciate it, we're not going to do a podcast. No. We've broken that rule a couple of times, but I just don't believe in watching no. something to shit on it because that's what um, lazy people do. It Let's, was it was very well written and very oh well God. directed Love and, the cast. and very well casted. Love Kim Bodnia as um, as Constantine. Is yeah. it Constantine or Constantine? It's spelled Constantine. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's pronounced differently d- yeah. depending on where you Love the whole cast. Super fun. Yeah. Super fun. I want. I know Jody got a little bit of praise for the first season, but I want to see Sandra and Jody both get elevated for season two because they were acting their balls off. They were great. Oh, oh! Before we move on to Fleabag, Eve Palastri's husband, Fudge with a mustache. Fudge, <laughs> you look like Fudge with a mustache. I loved <laughs> her just goading him. My favorite thing. He's gonna be fucked up forever. Yeah. His wife is dead. His girlfriend is in the storage unit. He did he? Do you think he would? No, I think he knocked. Did she knock him out and yeah. then kill him? Yeah. yeah, kill her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he seemed to be very wo- surprised yeah. to see Gemma's. <laughs> I just hated Gemma so badly. I just yeah. hated her. Them sexy mats, teacher. I was like, oh, and, the, and can we again? Jody's accents just nailing everything. Yeah. Loved it. I loved her American. You know, vapid <laughs> American accent. You're dressed like a maid. What do you expect? <laughs> you look cute, by the way. <laughs> uh, just uh, the whole thing was delicious. It's one of those series I'll probably pop in. Yeah, it's one that you can watch I know that sounds again. crazy. It's about an assassin. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to do a little housework, yeah. pop in some Killing Eve. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, though. Oh, so good. And I love that they just, you know, two and done. We're out. We're not going to beleaguer. Yeah. We're moving on. Also, Phoebe's in such demand. I don't feel like she has a whole lot of time to linger on something. That's not the way the world is being made these days, right? Uh, you get in, you get out. Because Fleabag was two seasons. I feel like Six that was... each. I railed through that in a night. Yeah, both of them. So let's slide into that. Again, Phoebe Waller-Bridge creating this. Fleabag came out of nowhere, and I yeah. loved it. This is one where um, I went even thinking about it now, and it's been like a week. I mean, I was shook for about a couple days. You were. I mean, it was... And I it, it was it was short. And but these characters, I mean, were when it ended, I, I felt like there was a piece of me that's gone forever, and I can't, you know, I can't live with these characters anymore. 
You know, like, like Game of Thrones. <laughs> what? Yeah, Game of Thrones. It's wow. like we, we spent eight years with them. We saw these yeah. people grow, and yeah. then there, it's, there's that the time spent. Mm. But with this one, it was like I don't know how Phoebe does it, how she created these these characters. But I I I was like completely into this story, and I identified with everyone, the family, even like the people I didn't like, like oh yeah, this this characters. Hit them again, the kind of Olivia thing. Coleman. Um, they were all just amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was gorgeous. It was lovely. It was quick. It was in and out. It was a gut punch. It was a, it was a straight up gut punch. Because you know you're rooting for her. You're also mad at her. You're also on her side. You also see how broken she is, and then she's awful, and then she's amazing, and then she's lovely, and then you want to slap the shit out of her, and then you're just heartbroken for her and everyone around her, like playing in and out of it. Because season two starts, and you know she's admittedly, you know, the cause of Boo's demise and death, mm-hmm. and Boo took out like three other people with her, two other people with her. So it's just already you start as a deficit with this character. And we never learned her name. She's just called Fleabag. And she's just this woman who's just a fucking mess, who's filling in all of her holes with sex and just bad behavior and just she's falling apart and trying to run this cafe. And she's sorry, but she's not sorry. I mean, she's got this horrible stepmother in Olivia Coleman who plays it to perfection i just love this character from uh, olivia just artfully played and then the sister who's struggling to just keep her life together who's married to this horrible american shitball and then the dad who just seems like he's just standing at the the cross road of all of this just spun in every circle imaginable you know between his happiness and his daughters and his grief his grief and his new wife yeah, yeah. so then you go into season two with the priest. Yeah, um, I just I let for, we'll forever think of him as Moriarty. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's Moriarty. Yeah, it's Moriarty. I think he also might have been in Banded Brothers. I don't know, it, but I just I loved that um, this priest comes along, and again, you know, a lot of priests struggle with this. They have this. Um, they talk about it, it's pretty common, and not. I know when we talk about priests, I know where your mind goes. Uh, he doesn't have that problem. Uh, he, he struck, but they do make a joke of it. They do, and like he and he's very honest, and he's like her. He's so like her, and so broken, and and has the same past of using sex to fill in the blanks of his life and to complete his world. That he he ends up turning to the priest to to sort himself out, and he's such a mess and so like her that when she does her asides to us and breaks the fourth wall, he goes, "What is that?" Yeah, that that when they did that, where'd you go? Two, I was like, "What is this they're doing?" Yeah, and they're like, "Stop that! Stop See, that!" There you go again. There he goes. What? What? What do you mean? Nice neck, beautiful neck. What are yeah. you? T- what are you talking about? So she's met her match, and then they just end in this oh, heartbreaking way where you feel. And he does he say to her, "You'll be okay. You'll you'll get over it. You'll get over or it, or something like that." And you know what? The, I think that's the message of the show. You'll and you see, it. and she's walking away. And she's waving you'll get over at it, you. Ian. It's you're not going to be broken forever. You I'm know? worried about you right now. No, it's, I'm over it now. <laughs> I mean, it's because it's that good. It's yeah, that good. That's good art, right? You know, you don't you don't get that type of story a lot. Uh-uh. And the and the fact that she did it in six episodes and two seasons, you know, it was like, you know, really was magic. Magic. And she's walking away, and she's. Smiling and waving at you, saying, I'll, I'll be fine. Right. And I love that she, she steals the statue. When she finds out that, 
that the stepmother had built it based it on her mom. And everybody comes around in this story. Everyone does. Everyone has a moment with with Phoebe. Like even like upstairs, I think in the when she's talking to her father and her dad gets his foot stuck in the thing. Yeah. In the attic. And he's like, he, I don't know the exact line, but he was like, you know, you you're different from us, but you know, you feel love a lot more than the rest of us. Mm. And it was and it's and it's it, it really was true that she she is like she's always been out there, yeah, bare for the world to see this character. Yeah, I you relate know? to that. And she gets she gets you know people mistreat her, mm-hmm. you know, and just bad things happen to her. Like when she dropped the, you know, the 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 uh, the the award for the 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 business business female businesswoman. Oh my god, women! And then you have this amazing scene with uh, Kristen Scott Kristen Thomas, Thomas shows up and just there at the bar. It's like. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I was I was weeping yeah. because, you know, um, again, no one knows to hear, wants to hear it, but I'm going through it, so you're going to bloody well hear about <laughs> it. You know, menopause is a thing. Like, you don't even, what the fuck? Like, you don't, it, it just, it's, she put it into the words that I was trying to find. Her and Wanda no. Sykes, no. Wanda Sykes and her new special fucking nails it. Uh, about menopause, and it's just like, you're like, what the fuck? And she can, you know, you get hot and nobody cares. And then once you get past it, you don't give a shit. And I'm, I can't wait for that moment. I can't wait to just not give a shit because I'm like the, the flea bag character. I've always been overly sensitive and told that and been made to be shamed about it. And then, you know, I put myself out there and then people want to lop your head off. And, you know, when I was telling my cousin this, I said, she's like me too. We refuse to shut ourselves down and be cynical assholes. I know it may sound like I'm cynical to people, but I'm really not. I'm very open. I'm very yeah. open-minded and open-hearted, and have a little soft center. You know, crunchy on the outside. But you know, I can't wait till the estrogen leaves my body. I don't mind. I'll trade it in for a full beard. I will rock a full <laughs> ZZ Top beard if I can just a get out of this pain and hot flashes. That'd be great. I think my pelvic floor's falling. I don't know what that feeling is. Uh, something horrible's going on. Either I have cancer or this is just the suckiest, weirdest thing ever. And not having given birth to children, and I'm like, fuck, I'm a, I'm a weakling. Women have given birth to children, multiple children. And yeah. I'm like, I got to stop being a crybaby a bit, but take my, you know, earn my badge of honor as a woman because I didn't even give birth to children. I'm, I know I'm like now uh, segueing, but this show really spoke to me yeah. in this wonderful monologue from Kristen Scott Thomas and then Fleabag goes to make a move on her like well I want you you know she's attracted to her Um, Fleabag is a bisexual so she goes to make a move on her and she goes you know what I just can't be arsed just don't want to deal with you just want to go back to my room and watch telly and have a snack and have another martini and go to bed I'm tired I'm tired I'm just fucking tired and I'm like relatable I'm relating to both yeah, the older woman and the younger woman, you know, as you cross over the meridian. And and what it does is like for for someone who's not either one of them, it gives them a very relatable image to be able to relate to them. Yeah. So you know, you don't. So sit I'm there. watching it going. My wife is going through this exact thing, and it's all. And then she's they're saying the exact thing she does. The whole thing about pain. Fuck. Where she's like, we're women, and we just. We ha- we are born with pain, and I'm and it's like it's a it's true, yeah. because you look out in the world and you just see you know all the pain 
that women have to go through. And then men, like, and then go men, and, yeah. they have to buy their pain, pick up on their yeah, pain, they have to, step into it. They have to not, create wars, and yeah. so they can, you know, it, and, and it's not, you know. But I'm also empathetic toward men. Too. Yeah, it's not like, you know, I'm not, they didn't put it in a way where they're they're diminishing anything. Yeah. They're just putting it to the forefront and say, think about it this way. Yeah, I don't think, I don't, I don't think we women sit around and go, I have a period, fuck men. You know, or I'm going through menopause, fuck men. I don't, it has nothing to do with anybody else. It has nothing to do with you, except for the fact that you have to live with somebody who's going through it. And I always feel like you should get a purple heart. But, you know, it's, I just love that her take was that. Yeah, it was. I mean, I just want to say for the record, though, that today's men who aren't fucking billionaires and psychopaths, you know, they're having to carry their own rocks. And the most evolved men are carrying them with us. Like, they're on our side. Like, you don't have to choose a side. You don't have to be a man or a woman and let's draw yeah. a line in the sand. Yeah. You can be on the same team and really care about one another and be empathetic to what yeah. each other goes through. Because men have to men have their own fucking yeah. burdens all fucking yeah. day long. And man. she says that also. She's like, when it's done, you're like, now you're just a woman in business. Yeah. And it's not about, it's just, I'm just a person in business like everyone else. Well, what, is Wa- what does Wanda say? You know, she knows she had a double mastectomy and she said, you know, um, if she were to go on those drugs that would put estrogen back into her body, they, she's yeah. been told that, you know, that kills you, especially if you've had a, you know, breast cancer. And they're like, would it kill you to be more ladylike? And she goes, well, yeah. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's a lot of that yeah. conversation in the air right now. And I, you know, I listen to young women's problems. I listen to specifically, I have an ear out for women my age, women who are older. There's the elder speak. There's talking down to people who become men and women who become invisible, you know, yeah. past a certain age. They don't matter. And I'm trying to be more cognizant of that. You know, just trying to be more, every day I get up and trying to be a better human being, I fall down a lot of times, but these shows are here, like, for me. Like, I'm relating yeah. so hard to these shows. And, and I'm, I'm glad, like, today we can talk about these things now, whereas, you know, what, even five, ten years ago, we wouldn't be able to talk about some of these things. They're talked about in different ways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, get, even going back to Killing Eve real quick, you know, the her husband, I've forgotten his name already. She says his name a lot, Eve's husband's yeah. name. Um, but like she talks about him and 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 the way they depict him. And I again, I don't want to know if this is true or not. The way they depict him is that he's you know he's the wife at home, even though he has a job. He's the school teacher. You know, his wife has this big important job, and he feels neglected. And she's managed. She manages to make every event and every moment in their lives about her. And he's not wrong. You know. You're empathetic to his needs, but I find it interesting that normally the roles would be reversed. What's his name? You know, he's. Uh, I have to. He. he I have to scroll down because he's like. Not he's buried in the. Ca- Ooh, also another thing that women do when they play, you know, wives is they get buried in the cast. So. You, you you look at this guy. And oh, just, he's not buried. It's Nico. 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 That's right. Nico. Owen how McDonald. Could I, how how could I forget Nico? But like poor Nico, you know, he's a lot a lot a lot of characters on the show. He gets even a better treatment though than the average wife. He he has he has something to say, and he ends up in this kind of fucked up situation. But I do appreciate it. I'm sure this is scaring the hell out of people who don't who don't like women's stories, and you know, they've always been scared to death. Of that sort of thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> you need to get over it real quick. You'll get over it. 
Um, yeah, it just all hail Phoebe Waller Bridge. The good news yeah. is is that she's stepping into the old misogynist um, uh, pile bag that is Bond. Um, don't get me wrong. I've loved the old Bond. I think I was a Roger Moore kind of person. A little bit Sean Connery until we found out, you know, uh, about Sean. But, like, you know, I used to love all that stuff. I grew up with my dad watching those Bond movies. And, of course, he would sit there, you know, in his cut-off shorts with his shirt off, chain-smoking, going, this old boy right here, man, he's got it all. I tell you what, that's nice. Work for them, that organization he's in. That's nice. He used to admire <laughs> that guy. So I believe really, I watched, I grew up with those movies and I loved that stuff. And, you know, your tastes change over the time. So now, like going into Bond, I, I'm looking forward to what she's going to bring to it and have people talk like people because, you know, they're not known for, no one ever gets like best Oscar for a Bond script. Yeah. So this could be the, the year that it changes. And Daniel Craig actually brought her in. So I think um, a lot of people are looking forward to Bond for many reasons. And then you have Rami Malek. Yeah, Rami's in it. So I think that's bringing a new audience to it. And then Phoebe, just when I heard she was attached, I mean, regardless of Rami had been in it or not, I would have been like, with her attachment, I'm like, okay, I'm going to see what this is about. Difference is with Rami in it, I'll probably see it at the theater. <laughs> Without him, I would have waited for it to come out on streaming. Uh, we're gonna go to the theater for Bond, but whenever it comes out, I, mean. I have to drag you for the the Rami thing. He's a sweet jam. I love that actor. I do. He's he's a good dude. Um, love to have him on the show one day. What would we talk about with Rami if we ever had him on the show? I wouldn't prepare questions. I can tell you that he's been asked everything under the sun. I think we would just sit here and like just. I make, just be like, I'm making coffee. What, sit what here do you like talk. to do when you're, you know, in yeah. LA? What do you do in LA? Because we're in both town. Where do you tour around? I don't even what think do he, do he doesn't live here anymore. No. He's, he's moving to he's moving to England. Yeah. Well, maybe we can. I mean, off, what's that like? Off the record, you're like, what do you do, dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or know? ask his old stomping grounds yeah. and see if you have anything in common. It would be a casual conversation. But I would love to have Phoebe Waller Bridge on. I would love to talk to her because she's just she's endlessly fascinating. Yeah. What we learned from a little bit of deep dive onto YouTube. The Fleabag started out as a stage play. So she wasn't really getting any heat or any love. And she mounted this as a one-hour uh, stage play. And it blew up for her and put her on the map. So, And I didn't know she was in Solo. So she was one of the bots in, in yeah. Solo. So didn't know that. that and that was one of the... One of the um, the robots that we really liked. Yeah, it was, it was like, funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... Oh, this, this robot's got some. Character. I like Solo again. I, like I, I don't Solo. know what you guys are watching that you hate. I don't know how you spend your time, but I just, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Well, see, that's the thing. It's like, well, don't you want to enjoy stuff? What do people? I mean, what what do they expect? Do they? I mean, if they want to have the their ending, why don't they just go out and, you know, do something for themselves that they can enjoy? You know, plant something. Yeah, watch it grow. I know, make a meal or something. Make yeah. it the way you Learn want. Learn to crochet. It. Read a book. But, I mean, oh, don't these... read a book because you might be mad at the ending. Uh, I don't know. Just do something other yeah. than this because the you're not here to write things by committee. You're talking about Game of Thrones and how everybody's still mad. And I even <sighs> saw I saw Ava DuVernay on Twitter just go off on like the ending, and she was like really mad. And I I hear people's concerns, but I'm not troubled by the ending. I feel like the books are going to have more things to say. Um, they made sense within the context of the show for me. I'm not saying it was a perfect ending, but I don't ex I didn't expect. It to be a perfect ending. But for me, I know this sounds strange even having just said that, it felt perfect. It felt yeah. like it landed the right way. The so, story's not done. Yeah, I'm not really understanding like how people enjoy things. I mean, if you're really hating it that bad, I don't know. I just feel like people should check themselves. Yeah. And I have to I have to side with the, you know, the 
the amount of work that people put in. Yeah, we just watched that documentary last night. You know, and it's just the, the sacrifices people made. And for someone to sit in their living room and just get on Twitter or whatever. And, and launch a change.org yeah, petition. And have done nothing. Yeah. Even I mean, I, I bet none of these people can do one day of load in. Right? You know, just, just load something. Just get a bunch of people together, get a bunch of trucks, and load into somewhere, an just empty watching, parking lot. Just watching Liston work, you know, because yeah. I was a locations manager for many years. I was a producer for many years. Been on lots of sets. Been there. Like, I had a friend go, it's so glamorous being on a set. I'm like, oh, you haven't been on a fucking set. You know, it's rainy. Sometimes it's mucky. It's too hot. There's no good place to sit. The food is whatever you get. Sometimes the poor crafty is doing their best, but shit goes wrong, or you don't get a delivery, or you don't get to eat because it's 17-hour days. Somebody's screaming at you. You, you can't be here. Where's the permit? Where's this? It's just a series of problem solving. So I love what Game of Thrones did with the last watch and just kind yeah. of uh, address all of that. And that entire time I sat there with my arms folded going, yeah, all of you guys who wanted to start a partition, right. Yeah. You know, just follow Dale Reed home and tell him that all of those hours, just that one dude spent putting snow exactly. on all those multiple sets was bullshit. Yeah. You know, come on. So, do you know what? Fuck you know, off. Just get over it, though. Just get, not even yeah. really fuck off for me. It's just get over yourself. Yeah, get over yourself. No one's trying to deliver things right into your lap. Just go make some, Go make a piece of art, collaborative art with someone, just a small thing, and you'll get a sense of of just how much it's a gut punch when, when people come along just so easily. Again, critics, what are you for? Yeah. Somebody goes and puts all of these man hours into something. When I used to review music, maybe the band, in my estimation, wasn't necessarily up to snuff. But then I would always check myself and go, have you ever made a studio album? Have you ever, ever made a project or gone on a tour? No. Well, then you need to look at this piece of music and this artist in the best light possible and be as positive as possible. Because that will help their career. That is constructive. Otherwise, sitting there and shitting on somebody's effort after they've made this themselves with love and kindness, it's kind of a shitty thing to do. Don't be a shitbird. Don't be a shitbird. Don't be a shitbird. Um, having said that, loved Killing Eve, loved Fleabag. Please watch them. They are amazing. Yeah, you can um, watch what Fleabag is on... Well, I think you, they're both on Prime. Yeah, you, you purchased them on I Prime. don't know how people get their stuff. I know, I think... Both shows are on BBC America, I want to say. I don't work for the channel, so I don't know. Um, Fleabag, some of this might be on Netflix now. The first seasons might be on Netflix, Maybe. and the second seasons will come later. Um, but if you have Prime and you want to purchase, I, I purchased them just because. Do you think we're going to see these two pop up during Emmy season? Oh, my God, sure. I mean, I think Game of Thrones is just going to come in and just, like, it's going to be the, the dire wolf or the dragon that eats everything. It's just going to come and go, <laughs> but I feel like there's going to be some nominations for these guys out there. You know? Uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like the Emmys are going to be dominated on its way out by, um, by Game of Thrones. But I feel like these little gems like Fle Fleabag and Killing Eve will get something, you know? And then um, I think Robot will get overshadowed, even though, you know, it promises to be a really good season. By the way, coming up, we're going to do a little check-in with um, uh, Angie. I'm going to do a little Robot Watch that's coming up this week sometime. We're going to talk to her about um, what she saw at Tribeca and talking about going into this last season of Robot. So we're going to be doing a little check-ins with Robot Watch as we get near 
um, to the, I, I'm assuming it's launching in the fall. I feel like they're they're still shooting now in New York, so we've been doing a little robot watch. Those, Better Call Saul is shooting now, too. Are they really? Yeah. Woo! Okay, lots of good stuff to so, talk yeah, about. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. There's a lot of good shows coming around this next so fun. Uh, you know, half of the year. I got to get back in and watch American Gods season two. There's a bunch of stuff I've been watching. We're going to do our weekly coming up in the middle of the week, so we'll talk about that. And we'll probably repeat ourselves about a couple of things here, but I don't, I feel like we're going to try to make it fresh. Right. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Well, follow us on social media or Ashland Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I really need to beef those things up. But I appreciate the people who do follow us. Uh, you guys have been listening in droves. We appreciate that, too. Thank you so much. Um, love that you're listening. Love that you appreciate it. Um, yeah. Check out uh, Killing Eve. It's all out. You can you can binge both. If you haven't seen season yeah. one, you can you could rail through that at night. Just do it on like a weekend. Yeah. You don't have to get up the next morning. And do the same thing with Fleabag. You can you can do both season one, season two. Yeah. You won't you won't regret it. I don't think it's, so. It's a good a good. Uh, a good use of time. And with that, we will say ta-ta. Bye. Well, here's a little egg on our faces. You know, I do look up things. I do do research, but um, I you didn't. You said do-do. I said do-do. Well, and speaking of do-do, I kind of uh, made a, a shitty mistake in assuming that Killing Eve was done. It is not done. It's coming back for season three. Uh, but we had such a good podcast, we decided not to go back and just redo the entire Killing Eve Season 2 podcast. But, we, you know, I just want to acknowledge that we did find out before we posted it up, there's a Season 3. So. So that means you can watch it now and then try to think about what the, where they <laughs> might go for Season 3. Well, you know, okay, so let's go, let's, let's dip into it real quick before we say goodbye again. Again. Uh, okay, so Eve's obviously not going to be dead. And maybe because we don't see Villanelle actually shoot her. We know sh we shoot her. But does she shoot her in the very same place that she was stabbed? <gasps> right. She couldn't kill Eve. Also, the entire time, something the showrunner, the co-showrunner said that I believe. And that is Eve was never safe with Villanelle. She's never safe with her. Yeah. And I think they wanted to remind you of that. So yeah. what happens? She lives. She seeks revenge. Eve's in uh, the shit with MI6, and she's on the 12s radar. Do we get to see Constantine, you know, get murdered with his family? Does he escape? Now Nico's walking around in the world with a shot wife, a dead girlfriend, and this killer on the loose. I think season three is going to be good, too. I'm I now mean, excited. I was loving season two. If it ended there, I wasn't mad at it. So why are you guys mad at it ending that way if there's a season three? No. Damn. I was fine with it ending that way, but now I don't understand why people are pissed off about... What the fuck? Okay. So I'm just acknowledging that we know there's a season three. Now, is there a season three of Fleabag? We looked it up, and it said... That the it, the it being the internet, said that Phoebe uh, didn't want to do even season two of Fleabag, uh, which is kind of put in a position where she had to. And she says she called the second season one and, you know, two and done. But she may surprise herself and come back with a season three. So if that happens, I'm down for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited that there's more yeah. Phoebe Waller-Bridge content coming in whatever form that is. I would do, I will watch anything she makes. Yep. So, um, with that said, just want to acknowledge that there is a season three. We don't know what's happening. Very tight-lipped. 
Don't know about production, but it's coming back. So what will happen? Obviously, in, Eve won't be dead unless they make a really bold choice and super piss people off. And it's just the adventures of Villanelle in season three versus Carolyn. She just goes on a rampage killing all the people that killing Fiona. made her kill yeah. Eve. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, killing Eve's relatives. Season three. They're just cleaning out MI6. Yes. Villanelle kills. Villanelle versus MI6. <laughs> Season, Season three. three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm down. I'll watch it. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's all. I'm going to say goodbye for real this time. And uh, we'll see you next time with uh, more delicious and wonderful stuff that we've been watching. Like Catch 22. Off to go watch it now. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>